Sports. If you have not followed his Triple H Horse Racing Podcast, you're missing out. It's one of the best podcasts in the country. Adelphi Racing Club, offering a truly personal thoroughbred ownership experience. You'll have a lot of fun and excitement, and uh, and you'll meet some great, great people. All the folks I've met so far at Adelphi have just been super, and uh, I've picked up some new friendships, uh, friendships along the way. We're not just a syndicate, and our members aren't just investors. We are partners. Contact us online to get a taste of the Adelphi difference. Good morning and welcome to Saratoga Today. I'm your host, Howard Kravitz, with a, a late arriving Paul Halloran just coming into the screen. Sorry, Paul, a little different with our advertising. Welcome, everyone, to Saratoga Today for a beautiful day in Saratoga Springs. No rain forecasted for July 22nd. Please make sure you subscribe on the bottom right-hand side of the screen. After you do that, hit that notification bell so that you know new content will arise and smash, and I mean smash, that like button that will send the YouTube algorithm, the robot, to this channel. Of course, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor, and you can follow me on Twitter at hkravitz, and all at pkh. Com horsey. Do you have do you have to put the horsey icon in there, Paul? For uh, totally totally optional. If you can figure out how to do it, we'll see if it works. But it's optional. All right. Look below the video players on the scroll. We've got my email also hkravitzhorse at gmail.com. We got Saratoga today happening tomorrow, of course, Sunday at ten thirty a.m. Also, we've got regular power picks below the video player. Just sent those out. <laughs> where we covered Delmar and Monmouth today for the Haskell. We have our brand-new Saratoga-only power picks. Look below the video player. Those are available on our website. So for the Saratoga-only picks, you need to go to our website, hhhracingpodcast.com. There's the promo for that right there. Paul, we got two stake races at Saratoga. We're only going to talk about one today. The Caress is outside of the pick five. And frankly, it's only a five-horse field, and I just have no desire to uh, talk about it. I'd rather talk about the uh, the Coaching Club America Oaks, which, of course, is a grade one, although that's a – just got a little smaller with that field as well, Paul, as we just found out about 15 minutes ago. Yeah, who's your filly? Uh, a, a scratch this morning announced by Tom Amos uh, on Twitter. Uh, Hoosier Philly was uh, kind of a horse rounding back in a form. Tom called her maybe the best horse he ever trained after her first few wins. Uh, did not run well at fairgrounds uh, at all. Uh, gave up the lead pretty easily in the Black-Eyed Susan, uh, but came back with a big win at Ellis and the Monomoy Girl, although that was a real speed favoring track. Uh, it changes the complexion of this race because she was going to be certainly, uh, I would say, I was going to say on or near the lead, uh, unless they really send South Lawn from the rail. Uh, South Lawn could be a little more dangerous now, (laughs) by the way. Horse that I played all over the place in the Oaks. I'm sure she'll get me today. Uh, We got some people. Eric Harris, good morning. First time catching a live show. All right, Come on, Eric. Eric, What took you so long? We've been here for two and a half years. What the heck? Uh, we haven't seen Derek in a while. Derek, thanks for joining the chat. Uh, Michael Austin's got usual strong takes. Demolish the like button like search results will today at Monmouth. 
perhaps you know how much love I have for that horse. I'm playing against her today, but she'll probably stuff me in a locker. And speaking of Saratoga Today show, tomorrow morning, Patrick Hunzel on the bottom of the screen will be uh, co-hosting with Kyle Roscoe tomorrow morning, Sunday. Saratoga Saturday is nothing better. I agree, Patrick. Look forward to seeing you uh, perhaps next weekend, I think, Patrick, actually. So uh, that's wonderful. Uh, let's see. Derek also loves the hat. What? Where is that? Derek loves the hat. Just got mine in the mail yesterday. Uh, Anyone Paul, can get one. Anyone Paul, can get I'm one. looking forward to getting hooked up with one. But we'll talk about that right now, actually. <laughs> so uh, Christine races here also. Paul, let's bring up, uh, speaking of the Saratoga special, let's bring this up real quick. I know you have a quick promo that you'd like to talk about with the viewers and listeners out there. Yes, and you could have this hat. You join the Saratoga Special Readers Club. You get the Saratoga Special uh, emailed to you. Uh, you get a hat in the mail. You, you can, I think you can pick between a hat and other stuff. Uh, there you go. You can pick uh, two things, apparently. Who knew? Uh, uh, there's a weekly pod. They are doing a, a, a dedicated podcast now, starting last week, that is open to their uh readers club people only so a lot of value and you know i'm biased howard I'm, i am not an unbiased observer because i write for them but find me another racing publication in the world today that is 44 pages dedicated to racing at one racetrack with apparently some uh, some little shout out for the hhh racing podcast through some uh, spot ads correct <laughs> the hhh podcast is represented uh, today hopefully there that will a little more traffic to us i have to think it will based on uh, their readership is huge you'll you know from being around uh, it's a uh, printed on wednesdays and saturdays and it's hard to go anywhere in saratoga uh, without uh, having access to a free copy so uh, we encourage people to read it you're so inclined to join the Readers Club, which and how do they do that again, Paul? There's I don't think they can see the website at the top. Yeah, it's, it's this is horseracing.com. This is this horse is horseracing.com, and there's a link for the Readers Club. Uh, that's the year. That's for the year. Uh, there is content. Uh, the website runs 365. You know, the, the the newspaper prints twice a week during the meet. The website runs year round. There's content year round. I can I can attest to that because uh, I provide some of it so looking Beautiful. forward to getting up there and uh being with the uh, boys and girls uh in, a, in about uh 10 days all right very good uh as my phone was blowing up we got to <clears throat> don't people know i've got a podcast going right now we haven't established that yet uh come on matt miller and all you all my bcbc crew uh just kidding guys love you uh we there's major contest play going on mama today so there's the the the, the phone is a buzzing all right let's get to it paul we're going to, as I'm on my phone, also getting to something else I wanted to talk about here real quick. Uh, race 7, Pauls, kicks off. It's on the bottom of the screen. Race 7 today will kick off the late pick 5 at the spa. I miss Tom Durkin saying that in, in, the, in the morning there. Uh, it's a main special. Now, Paul, we're going to see. Let's put us on screen for a second. One thing that... Uh, the spa is known for is their baby races. And this is one of those baby races, Paul, that looks absolutely loaded. In fact, I did some math, Paul, because, you know, I'm pretty good at math. Over three, over $3 million (laughs) in sales money with these horses. So we have a lot of very expensive babies here. And unfortunately for the people at home, 
we have some uh, opinions, especially based on the DRF clocker report as well, that we're going to talk about. But here's the field uh, as of right now. Scratches are not in. I'll be checking Andy Serling's uh, Twitter. And again, those of you out there, if you get scratches, please go ahead and put them in the chat. We'd love to get that in real time. We push back this show an extra half an hour for that sole reason. So when scratches come in, ladies and gentlemen, please let us know. We do not have scratches as of this very moment. Here's the field. There's a few also eligibles. Also, we're both going with the five, Valentine Candy, Aspison, and Santana. Let's go ahead and talk about this horse, Paul, and I've, I'll give some clock report information as well as we go along here. Yeah, I, I like this this horse. Uh, as I was going to say a lot, as much as you can like a horse a lot in a race with this many first-timers. Uh, the Dam uh, one on debut. Uh, these are the connections of Matoli, the Heidi Broats of Texas. Uh, this looks like a serious horse. Asmuna, as, <clears throat> pardon me, Santana, uh, back on a, a front-line Asperson horse, which is, uh, they've had a lot of success in the past, had a little bit of a falling out and Ricardo's getting mounts uh, again over the last year. Um, I, I think the six is going to take money, Howard, uh, anointed. Uh, he is a Pletcher horse. Uh, you can, you're going to talk about clocker reports. One of the things I gleaned from the clocker report was that this horse worked with a horse of Pletcher's named Sister Maha, who was a big favorite on Thursday, who I really didn't like, to be honest with you, and really did not run well at all. So for whatever that's worth, that this is the horse that was working with Sister Maha, who I, I thought ran for a first-time Pletcher uh, pretty pretty poorly on Thursday. But, yeah, I, I thought there's a lot to like about the five. Uh, I think the morning line tells you, David's morning line tells you that uh, it, it is to a degree wide open with a favorite three to one. You know, oftentimes in these races you'll have a, you know, a Pletcher at nine to five or a Chad at nine to five or Asterson. So uh, it should be a good betting race. And, the advantage of it being the first race in the sequence, Howard, is get to see the board. You get to see the board. Valentine Candy got a B plus morning workout. That is very good for a two year old first time starter. I mean, B plus you only see usually with allowance and stake horses. And I'm not going to read the whole thing out of respect to DRF. I don't, you know, there's yep. propriety issues here, but sure. plenty of speed on display from the gate. Boom. That's all I need to hear, Paul. So this horse is fast. Um, out of a damn taste like candy, um, who this is her first baby to run. So it's interesting to see. Anointed, mm -hmm. as you mentioned, has gotten some B as in boy <clears throat> workout uh, reports and probably has some talent as well. Dive Bomber has been getting very good workout reports at number seven. This is a horse to look out for uh, as well as I scroll down. Sorry, everyone. Another B-plus workout report for Dive Bomber. Uh, plenty of run evidence uh, with Dive Bomber. So my guess, based on workout reports and gut feel, is uh, five, six, seven are probably going to be the most well-fancied horses there. Don't forget about the three also, by the way. A general partner for Chad and Clarevich, Spice Town boy out of distorted humor, Mare, um, Chad, not nearly as good with his dirt firsters, obviously, but I'm this one can run also probably. This is just a loaded field, Paul. Watch the board. The break will be huge. They are going six, so it's not like you have to break perfectly. Yeah, and you got another Pletcher on the outside, uh, the protective, a, a Medallia Doro, $250,000 yep. purchase. Uh, you mentioned the, the Chad, the three, uh, another $250,000 purchase. Um, 
there's uh, there's a Vino Rosso in here. Uh, there's a Good Magic in here who's 15 to 1 morning line. The Good Magics have been running off the screen. Off the screen. <laughs> Hello, Mage. Uh, <clears throat> so it's, uh, yeah, this is, you know, that, look at, you're going to get some small fields like today. You're going to get some off the turf stuff. I get it. But this is why Saratoga, let's face it, is the premier race meeting because you're not you're getting two-year-old races like this okay folks so uh, i'll do respect to all the rest of them you know keeneland keeneland gets certainly gets their share running in their two three-week meets but this is a horse that you are going to expect to see a few horses come out of and end up in stakes company i think uh i would i believe so you got some hopeful candidates here uh steve grutner steve i don't recall seeing you in the chat <clears throat> Welcome, Steve. Good morning, everyone. Is Jose riding today after yesterday's spill? No, he has the day off today. He is not riding. I'm assuming Paul he'll he'll ride Wednesday. I think he'll be fine. Uh, these guys don't want to miss a lot of days for Saratoga. And just to piggyback off your thought, I gotta give a shout out to Del Mar. We covered Del Mar on the show um, uh, Wednesday night with the Ben Boozen guys for their opening day, and of course we covered it on our Power Picks. Delmar's fields and cards this weekend have been absolutely unbelievable. I don't, I don't know if they can sustain it, Paul, but they have a lot of horse flesh out there. And I love Saratoga, but I got to say, this weekend's winner with the cards go to Delmar because the racing yesterday and this whole weekend is unbelievable, Delmar. Yeah, well, they've been very aggressive. You know, they have the ship and win program. They really incentivize people to ship in there. Um you know, you got to have the horse, <laughs> obviously. Right. But uh, hey, look, if, if I get a, I love Saratoga. That's been well documented. But to just spend an afternoon at the racetrack uh, in in an unbelievable setting, yes, you know, there, there might be equals to Del Mar. There's there's no greater, you know, than <laughs> to have the Pacific Ocean a quarter of a mile away uh, on a on a Friday afternoon with a bucket of beer on your table. Oh, it's really no better experience than that. And, um, you know, for you single guys out there, uh, there's some, there's some Woo! eye candy. There's some eye candy from what I understand out there as well. So yeah. I have no idea. Um, what you're talking about. Phil Conti. Um, who, who is this Paul? Pete. Vice. Oh, he's, uh, he, is he is, he's swimming with the fishes, Phil. Who is that? Oh, our co-host. He's on vacation, he, Phil. He's He'll swimming with the fishes. He'll be back. Hopefully, right. hopefully he comes back. All right, yeah, hopefully. Let's get let's let's move on here, uh, Paul. Next race, race eight. We got to move this along here a little bit. Uh, allowance optional, sixty-two five mile sixteenth on the turf. A very big uh, morning line favorite coupling of I'm very busy and Grand Geomar Step and Irish bred. Both Chad, one's Pratt, one's Irad. Do we really need to talk about more? This coupling is gonna be very tough to beat. Yeah, it's it's almost one of those default, Howard. We talk about it all the time. You know, I think we're all inclined to to try to beat the favorite. But in this case, you have to beat two of them, uh, which ostensibly, Howard, you're the math guy, but makes it twice as hard. Uh, it does. You know, I mean, I, I, I think the two's a little interesting. The two I do, is, too. The two is by American Pharaoh and is a half to three horses who have won on turf already. The American Pharaohs obviously run tremendously on turf. Uh, coming off a huge effort on the uh, synthetic uh, at Presque Isle Downs, and the synthetic form typically translates well to turf. Uh, broke 
broke in uh, on closing weekend last year at Saratoga. Took a little money, not much, showed some speed, and then was uh, put on the shelf, transferred from Ward to Maury. Maury's off to an unbelievable start. Two wins and a third and four starts at, at Saratoga. So, you know, he, he's uh, the, the two is clearly a, a, a backup type for me. I thought the eight was a tad interesting. Uh, Mott's horse, who I don't know if he moved too early last time or perhaps the mile and an eighth was just a little too long and he'll go to a mile and a sixteenth today. But uh, those are the, the three I'm looking at. I, I, I think the one is the clear A, though. Well, let's talk. I just want to let everyone know and apologize. And and Kyle Roscoe confirmed this. I don't know if anyone at home. I'm having major issues with DRF this weekend. Like they're very slow. There's delays with the PPs. Uh, maybe it's just I don't think it's my computer. I think I don't know. But if anyone's been having issues with DRF uh, for the first time, like in forever, let me know because I'm very curious. My computer seems to be working fine, but the DRF past performances are just working very slow so i apologize anyway um i'm very busy is coming off the layoff had a really nice year last year uh, finished second to major dude was only three lengths off of victoria road in the breeders cup juvenile um he can absolutely win i am very interested to see what this grand gmr step does uh was two for three in france last year uh, I have a feeling this horse could be very good. It is an outside post, and also it gets a full make full makeover, Ooh. which actually I don't take that necessarily as a positive. To be honest, Gel did Lasix blinkers. Chad's trying to figure this one out. Uh, do you know who this horse has been working with lately, Paul? Uh, I do not. I did obviously didn't read that closely enough. Um, it, you you don't have you you can't read it. You have to go and do XBTV and really deep dive. Oh oh well. Yeah, but guess well. who did that, Paul? Sure I did that. Did. He has been nice working be- with he's been working with Adhamo, a very oh. nice steak horse for Chad. So if this horse is working with Adhamo and working with him evenly, I think this one A could be the real goods. And I, I I'm interested in this too also. Maybe um wire to wire. I would like to see the two be aggressive with Dylan Davis. Again, you mentioned all the good things. Uh Billet works. I'm going one two mainly only in this race. If someone else wins. I lose. Let's go to race nine, Paul. Race nine, which you see our picks at the bottom of the screen. Race nine is the coaching club America. We touched on this race already. Big, big scratch. And I'm disappointed for a lot of reasons. Big scratch of the number five Hoosier Philly. They're going mile and eight. It's a grade one, 500,000. Is this, this is a win in your end, isn't it, for the Breeders' Cup just staff? I think it is. I'm not sure. I think it is. I think it is. Um, Hoosier Philly got a little ouchy. Uh, not running. I was really looking forward uh, to uh, betting against Hoosier Philly. And we've talked about this many times, Paul. Every race tells its own story. I loved Hoosier Philly last time at Ellis at, with lone speed. And she just carousd. I know Ellis is speed favorite, but wow. She was under a hammerlock, Paul. You remember that race well. Um, but I was against her with other speed in here. And just, I wanted to see it again. I just, I'm still not really a believer. She's not playing today. You're going with wet paint. Uh, this can be a dry surface. There is a mile and an eighth. So she gets extra room to run. I thought she closed well last time. Is there enough speed to set it up for her? Or is she just classy enough? Well, that's a good question, Hot. I, I think she is classy enough. Uh, I, I can tell you, the Godolphin people were very, very high on this horse. And, you know, she just didn't um, 
the Oaks was kind of an odd race. You know, Pretty Mischievous came from, what was she, fourth? She was in touch with the race. Gambling Girl, we'll talk about Gambling Girl. I, I think the line looks better than it was. Um, I, I I don't know how pace-dependent this horse is. I, we're going to find out today. Uh, with Hoosier Philly in, I, I think I really would have really, really liked her. But I, I got to think, this is still a three-year-old. I think this horse is going to wake up someday and throw in a monster. And, and I think is going to be involved in the you know, the three in the female division before the end of the year. I got a feeling today is a coming out party for this horse. This is a serious racehorse. It's a homebred. uh, It's a a Godolphin homebred. Uh, They went to blame um, uh, with their mare, Sky Painter. I I don't know. We'll, We'll find out today, you know, to use your term, Howard, it might be time for the divorce papers after today, but um I just, the Oaks run was just no chance coming from that far behind. And last time, you know, you said you loved Tuja Philly for the reason of she was going to control the race and you couldn't close at Alex at, at Ellis at all. No. Um, and this horse did close, you know, she, she closed she from fifth, closed from last. Now, you know, do I want to see a last today? Well, no, but if she is, if she's last in a five-horse field and she's only five lengths off, we might be okay. So we'll we'll find out today. But I I, I like this field. I like her a little less with uh, the five out, but I still like her a lot. Paul, we got a t- the comment section is blowing up in our chat because scratches are in, and so we'll oh, talk good. about it. The six was out of race. The previous race, the six horse is out, but I, I we didn't even talk about the six. Um, we obviously know about right – well, I'll mention the, the scratches coming up when we talk about the last two. Paul, okay. I have no desire, and I mean no desire, to bet Wet Pain and even money. Uh, Wet Pain's going to be a big favorite here, and I got to tell you, I don't trust this horse as far as I can throw her. And I can't throw her very far with my back, and plus she, raises, she, she weighs 1,000 pounds. But seriously, this horse is the likely winner, but I can't bet this horse to win. I mean, I'm going to use her in the pick five, obviously. I'm going to go with Southlawn. I, I, I like this horse a lot at Fairgrounds, Paul. I thought she was an up-and-comer. The Oaks obviously did not work out for her. She got a she got a bad trip, and it just didn't work out. But, you know, it doesn't work out for a lot of horses, just like the Derby. I have a ton of respect for Norm Cassie. I think he's a really good trainer. Giroux is on. I'm fine with that. She does have tactical speed, Paul. And so my theory here is that Southlawn's going to get first run on wet paint. And might be good enough. And I'm going to get a much better price. Southlawn's going to be, what, 7-2 to two here? And so, you know, I think Southlawn's interesting if she can get back to those fairgrounds races. Now, that's a big question mark, if she can. The other horse that I have to mention, you got Sacred Wish in here. I'm against Gambling Girl. Um, she, she usually fires, and it's Todd, and the horse wants distance. But she got a great pace set up in the Oaks. I just don't like her today, and she's going to take a lot of money for Irad and Rapoli. Do not sleep on she's looking lucky. I, this is 10 strike, okay? We all know 10 strike here. Friends of the show, Marshall Graham. They have a great operation. This horse is improving, Paul. She's got. She's going to be on the lead, okay? She's looking lucky is going. With Carmouche, <clears throat> there's really no other speed to contest her. Would you be shocked if she's looking lucky gets 24 and change, 48 and four and walks the dog and wins this race at five to one. I would not. I, th- I think well, she's absolutely live here. 
I I would be shocked if Florent Giroux allows that to happen. I, I think Southlawn from the rail absolutely has to go. I mean, the best race of her life by far was the race she ran on the lead. I I played her in the Oaks thinking she was going to be toward the front, and here here she is seventh. Um, so uh, I I could see that scenario, Howard, but I think it would be a big mistake for the connections of Southlawn to allow that to happen. Well, I think I mean. I agree with you to some extent, but can't Drew just sit right off of she's looking lucky? I mean, that'd be fine too, right? I mean, well, she can, but if if they're going to go, you know, twenty four and two and forty eight no. and four, like you said, you know, that's that means uh, she's looking lucky. He's going to have some petro left in the tank when they turn for home. Fair enough, but I think Southon's a better animal. I, in my opinion, at least as as far as now. Anyway, I have no interest in betting wet point wet paint. This is almost an all-button race horizontally to me. I don't. I, I almost never do that, but I think almost anyone other than the three can win this race, Paul. Let's go on to yeah, race. Yeah, I'm with you. I just want to say, Howard, I'm, I am. I think the four is going to be way over bet in this race. Totally uh, it was an too. eye-catching move last time. It was into a good pace, and there were a lot of horses in the Oaks that just did not show up and run their race. Uh, the four did, to her credit, but I, having seen that race live, um, and looking at the PPs, uh, I I don't think that race is – I don't think that performance is quite as good as it looks on paper. And especially with the scratch here, this horse could be under 2-1. to one, uh, and, and I think I, – I, I'm against – I think should probably be involved somewhere, but I don't really want any part of her on the win end. And Charles B. says Weaver's got sacred wish cranks. I don't – listen, I don't <laughs> – maybe he knows – George, I don't know. Aren't they all cranked for a grade one to Saratoga, Paul? I mean, I don't know. Anyway, um, the the comment, the 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 live chat, guys, is awesome. Please put continue to put comments. You guys obviously have a great chance to talk to each other, etc. Matthew Chimura said that not happening. Southlawn is sending for position. I agree, but I think the six with Carmouche is really going to send. I, and I think well, well, we'll see. That's good. Yeah. Hopefully, you're, I don't want them to hook up. You're talking wet paint into the winner's circle. Well, right. If they if they hook up, <laughs> then we just put wet paint exactly. All right, let's go to let's go to race ten, Paul. The picks are on the bottom of the screen. We do have scratches in now, by the way. Ooh, now the scratch look now. Look who's trying to be clever, Howard, in this race. Yeah, yeah. look at that. Uh, look at the little sneaky, sneaky. Um, but we got a problem, Paul. The seven's out. <laughs> oh, you're kidding! According according to what people are saying uh, in the chat, oh. it's two, three, four, seven are apparently out of this race. So our our little cutesy uh, pick is apparently out. Oh. Paul Paul's checking; he doesn't believe it. That upsets him. Um, oh, I believe it, but oh. yeah, I agree. Six furlongs on the dirt. Um, a nice allowance race here. It's a field of nine with a. Very talented horse off a layout, the number eight, um, accretive, or I think it's accretive for Brown and Ortiz that we were trying to beat. Again, according to people in the chat, the scratches are talking Pharaoh, what's up, bro? Victorious wave, and hoo hoo, that's me, the New York bred for Abreu, who we liked to come over the top and win with all the speed. Uh, that horse is not playing today, apparently, Paul. So uh, the picks on the screen are obviously going to change. We I, I set this show up obviously before the picks that just came in. Um, let, let's go to the eight first, Paul, because this horse is going to be the favorite. I don't have a lot of intel. Um, I can look at the workout report as we're talking. This is a very very talented horse for Chad. 
by practical uh, joke out of a street sense mirror that in his second lifetime start almost won the damn Amsterdam last year, beating almost beating Gunite and then faced Jack Christopher in the Jerkins. Where has he been though? Uh, that's my main question. Yeah, uh, you know, as you said, how to go, to go to a grade two in Korea start number two and 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 calmly run a triple digit buyer. By the way. Uh, I will give you uh, some stats. Uh, we have to <laughs> carry the ball for Pete here. Uh, Chad Brown off a 180 to 360 day layoff in dirt sprints is 25% on the win end. However, at Saratoga in that category, 180 to 360 dirt sprints, it drops to 14% for whatever that's worth. Mm. But uh you know, typically Chad is a guy that you don't let the layoff uh, bother you a whole lot. Um, I will say if you're going to be against a horse coming off a long layoff, I'm more inclined to be against him uh, in a sprint than a route because, you know, if the horse is just not sharp, uh, obviously there's there's less less time to, to make up for it. But, you know, I, we were both trying to get clever. I, I thought the seven could get a trip. Uh, you know, we, we could talk about why we like the seven, but uh, – the seven's not in the race. No. I, I think the eight's going to be tough. My, my, I would uh, I would think the best shot to beat the eight now is the six. The six is the hot horse uh, since going. Uh, Rudy Rodriguez claimed this horse three races back. How'd you like to claim a horse out of a race? Uh, he wins by 19. Not pretty good claim, right? I would say Claimed so. him for 35. Uh, went right to the state bred allowance ranks. Uh, this is a really good claim for 35, knowing you could run them back in state bred races. Uh, yep. Wins the allowance easily. Then they put him in an optional claimer where he's obviously not available to be claimed for 45 and wins that easily. So this is this is the horse with a lot of momentum. Trevor McCarthy uh, looking for when Trevor missed uh, the first few days on, on suspension. Uh, very capable jockey. And it looks like how this horse is going to be very involved right from the get-go. Let me give some people some information on some workout uh, report here. Again, I'm not going to read it verbatim. But um, Accretive or Accretive has been working with Blazing Sevens. Now, on the surface, Paul, I'd say that's great. But Blazing Sevens was pretty disappointing this week. So take that for what it's worth. He's been getting B and B-plus workouts. So... And he's been working with Blazing Seven. So obviously Chad thinks very highly of this horse. Um, I'll tell you what, Paul. A la carte has moved up now for sure in my eyes. I like the turf to dirt angle. I would probably go six, uh, eight, nine here if I had to redo my picks. I'm going to go six, eight, nine, everyone. A la carte has been getting B and B plus works. Uh, there's not nearly there's not nearly as much speed now, right, Paul? Because the two I know is a lot of speed. Do I remember that correctly? Yeah, the, the two yeah. is a lot of speed. So let's take a look at this real quick. Though. We'll two is a ton three. of speed. The two is a ton of speed, but out. And the four uh, had the, speed, Howard. The three was not. The four was a lot of speed also. The four is out. Yeah. So the two and the four uh, are out. Now, the five is a lot of speed, but is does not class up at all. So to me, Paul, and again, I'm just we're doing this on the fly. It looks like to me the six is going to sit right off the five or at least get the lead. And the nine is going to set a great trip from the outside a la carte. Now, I don't know what the eight's going to do, but the nine is a, is a big move up for me now with these scratches, Paul. 
Any yeah, I thoughts? would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, I, I, I don't like the fact the horses buyers have gone down four consecutive races, albeit the last time on the turf. And yeah, obviously, uh, you know, I don't know if that was a case of, you know what, he's not showing us what we thought on dirt. Uh, let's put him on the turf. Uh, but that didn't work out and they're back to dirt. But, you know, certainly could sit a very good stocking trip from out there, as you point out. Well, the other thing I think before we go to the last race is the nine is a five-year-old, Paul. I do not like a five-year-old who debuted as a five-year-old. He's got issues. Obviously, he's a bit ouchy. It's just the upside is not there. He was so damn good in his first two races. Um, but now he's regressed twice. I don't know. I, it looks like this is a six-eight, Paul, it, to, to me in general. I'll yeah. use nine defensively. Let's go to the last race. As I go ahead and switch some things on the screen. Again, thank you very much. We have a huge number of people joining us and watching. Please tell everyone about our Saratoga Today show on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday mornings, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Live. The last race is a 25-claimer. They're going uh, six furlongs on the dirt. It's a very big field, and this is the spread race to me, Paul. This is the spread race of the sequence along with the first race. So to me, the bookend races are the big spread races for me. It's a field of 12, and the morning line favorite Ooh. is the coupling, it looks like. Yes, the coupling, the one in the 1A for guess who? Linda Rice, and it will not be Jose Ortiz. We do not – I don't have jockey changes as of now. Um, I don't know if she's going to run both of them. Let's see. We got scratches in. Sorry, Paul. Yeah, the, the, scratches in. Chain, the, uh, the scratches are the 1A. Yep. 2, the 3, two, and 12. The 3 and 12. And I like the 12 a little bit. Not anymore. Uh, 1A, 2, 3, and 12 are out. There's going to be a jockey change on the 1, Catchy soon Or Catchy, Catchy soon Catchy soon Wow, I'm an idiot. Okay. Catch you soon. I will not be Jose Ortiz. You see our picks on the bottom of the screen. I don't know if they would change based on pace complexion. I have to do more handicapping. Paul does have the 12 and third, so that's going to change. Paul, you're going with the flat. I'm assuming, did you like Catch You Soon more than Flint Ridge? Because Flint Ridge is out. I, I thought that the Linda and the way her horses are running, Howard, I kind of defaulted to the two for one angle there. Okay. Um, Knowing obviously, uh, it, it looked as if one though might scratch because Jose was named on both. Uh, okay. obviously, as good as he is, he can't ride both. I, I think I would defer to the regular one though, just because of the speed. Um, yeah. it's a six furlong race. Um, I, I think it is it, it is a race that could be run, it could be one uh, wire to wire. I don't think it's loaded with speed. I mean, there's some horses who could be forward. Uh, I, I had the 12, as you say, in there uh, as someone who was going to close in the race. Uh, so I, I think there's a chance the one wires it. But I, I do agree with you on the spread angle and try to get as much coverage as you can. I was looking through very quickly here, Paul, as I'm scrolling through because I want to make sure I feel good about my topic. And I do. All the scratches are actually closers, which means the speed is still in, in theory. The two was a non-factor who was... Maybe it was going to show some speed, but it really was a non-factor. The three was a closer. Um, let's see. And the 12 was a closer, if I recall, a little bit. Um, and so there's really no effect on the early speed here. I've got the one, catch you soon, 
second. I'm really interested in the four here, Paul. And I, I might be searching for something, but to me, this is a wide open field. I'm going to go with Just Call Ray. Um, Just Call Ray is trained by a gentleman named Jeff Hiles, who I believe he was more Kentucky-based, right, Jeff Hiles? But he sent yes. a string. He has sent a string here to Saratoga, and he won with a horse already called Blue Devil last week. And who was Blue Devil ridden by? Uh, Mr. Santana. Santana mm-hmm. is riding for Hiles. It's a wide-open race. Paul, I love turnbacks. I'm just a sucker for turnbacks. I'm looking for, you know, a fresh face here. I think there is enough speed in the race. Uh, you know, air show is going to go. Uh, Seven Nation Army, I think, is interesting. We both have this horse in the mix, but he's going to take a lot of money. Um, I, I don't know. I, I didn't have a strong feel for this race. Uh, the one, uh, St. Selby, obviously, is going from the outside. Um, I don't know. Every time I feel like there's enough speed in a race ball, it doesn't set up. Just call Ray. My concern though is he's going to be too far back. I don't know if he's a six furlong horse. I don't know, Paul. I'm taking a stab with a fresh face here. I think the flat one is by far the horse to beat though in this race. Yeah, and I see. I mean, I like to turn backs going to seven a little more than six, but I'm with you there. I agree. And, uh, you know, this horse is is dropping into the claiming ranks, has been running starter allowance races in Kentucky. Um, you know, would you say Jeff Hiles this is the first time he's come to that was his first race he ever saddled the horse at Saratoga. He yeah. won. So, you know, he I'm assuming he brought a small string here and he brought the horses that he thought would be successful. He's one for four so far. Um, so yeah, in Santana, um, you know, he, he's solid. You know, he's he, I have no issues with Santana. Um I do think you better take a look, though, at uh, St. Selby with Karamouche because you you talked about uh, the relative lack of speed in the race. And, you know, no horse that Kendrick rides is ever going to be accused of not showing his speed. So uh, uh, True, although he's just been awful this year. But maybe he can wake up at Satris. I, I, I'll be throwing him in there. This is a spread race to me, Paul. I This is definitely a spread race. Yeah, this is a, well, it's a drop, too. I mean, he, you know, he ran for 25 last time, but was not yeah. available. He was Correct. not in for the tag. He, he has not been in for the tag uh, ever in his career. Today is but the first if, time. If so you can look top. at that one or two ways, right? Paul, if he doesn't break on top, he's not winning. He's lost his last three by thirty by fifty-two lengths. Um, so I hear you. I'm I'm gonna use him probably defensively as a C, but I, I mean the one is going, right? I mean, there's other horses that are gonna go. So it's hard to clear from the eleven hole, but I suppose it's possible. The fact that he's actually in for the tag is a negative uh to me. Uh well, they're all in for the tag. Sorry, it's twenty five K. So yeah. anyway. Nine. And it's the nine hole today. I think we can go pretty skinny, Paul. We're not, we're not, let's just end the show with a one minute ticket construction conversation. We're not putting our tickets up, but yeah. for me, I can go pretty skinny here until the last race. Of course, that always never necessarily works out that way. I think the, the first time starter race, the first opening leg of the pick five, you got to look at the board, but I think that's a spread. I don't, I think it's hard to say someone's going to be like a sure thing there. Um, the turf race to me seems very likely one and two, the ninth race again, it, to me, I'm not going very deep, um, in, in the co- that's the coaching club America, or actually it's probably an all button or close, but it's a small field race 10. I don't, it seems very top heavy. 
Uh, race 11 seems to be the spread race, Paul, in the sequence to me. Yeah, I would agree with that. Although, if, if I do think if you're playing caveman, I do think you got to make a stand in the coaching club. You know, I, I, you, know you, you can hit right. the all button, as you say, because there's only right. five. But I think on a if you're trying to efficiently construct a ticket, you would make a stand uh, in a race like that. Granted, they could all win, but there's only five of them, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to be right somewhere along the line. Well, let's talk about that to end the show. We got two minutes here, uh, Paul. ABC ticket construction people out there, if you're constructing ABC ticket, how would you place the horses in the uh, coaching club American Oaks, Paul? I would have the two as my lone A. Uh, I would have the one as a B with the uh, scratch of the five, and I would probably have the three as a C. I would personally go one, two, A, and I'd probably go four, six, B. If the three wins, I would just lose. Maybe the three is a C, but I would go one, two. I think Southlawn's really interesting today. And as a fan of Southlawn, Paul, I do not want to see him embattled with the six. I want Drew to break, look to the outside. The six sends hard. He can just sit off the six. I think he's better than the six. She's better. Oh, there we go. She's better than the six. Where's, where's my beverage? Here we go. I think she's better than the six. But maybe she outbreaks, you know, maybe just Drew just goes. It's not like he can't send. He he rode a Drew horse called Gunrunner who uh, he was willing to send. So Drew, Drew anyway, is a sender. He is. Uh, Paul, it's been a lot of fun. Saratoga today again tomorrow morning at 1030 Eastern. Uh, we've got our fantastic younger handicappers. We've got Kyle Roscoe hosting with Patrick Kunzel. We'll be on for Saratoga today, so check that out. The weather's going to be beautiful tomorrow. You do not want to miss the show tomorrow morning, 10.30 Eastern. Paul, any final thoughts for Saratoga? Any tidbits, notes? Uh, you're going to be up there when? Pretty soon, as am I. Yes, you're going to be there before me, which I don't really I like. I will be up but... there a week from today. For every... yes. Everyone, I'll be up there from July 29th. That's Saturday until the day after the Whitney, August uh, 6th. I'm 6th. not saying the race is on that Sunday, but... I will be up in Saratoga with Matt Miller starting uh, July 29th and then the rest of the gang coming in as the week goes along. Yeah, well, you'll see my friend, our good friend, Dr. Jeff Mora, is yes. in transit He's my today. Friend too, no? He's your friend. He's in transit today. He will be staying in Connecticut tonight just to get closer to Saratoga from his South Florida base. And uh, he'll be driving up in the morning. Um, and frankly, Howard, the house that I'm in with him. He has starting tomorrow. So you never know. <laughs> but uh, at this point, my plans are to be there uh, to go up on Tuesday the 1st and be there for that full full racing week. Uh, so we'll see. Terrific. My friend, I am very excited to see you in person once again. And most importantly, see the entire HHH Racing Podcast crew, except for Charlie Freeman. But uh, it's going to be an unbelievable uh, week for my good friend. And co-host Paul Howard, this has been your host, Howard Kravitz. It's been Saratoga today for July 22nd. Crush your bets at Saratoga. Good luck, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.
Woods. If you have not followed his Triple H Horse Racing Podcast, you're missing out. It's one of the best podcasts in the country. 